Thank you. Good morning, 99.3. Yeah, good morning. My name is Prince Ojo. Prince Ojo, so good to hear from you this morning. Thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you. Uh, of course. When a, a sick person met a doctor, the doctor is likely going to say something that has to do with, with biological system of that person. And so when a, a sick person met a pastor, the pastor is likely to say something that has to do with spirituality of that person. My question is, why is it that oftentimes when people, when pastors refuse to subscribe to the idea of separation and divorce, this um, program seems to attack some pastors who seems to stand according to the tenet of what we believe. That's my question. First of all, thank you for for your uh, how to you know, uh, question. Would you like to stay online, yeah. or do you want to be written from your radio? First, right. first of all, sir, the Bible does not tell you that till death do you part. The Bible tells you in Proverbs twenty one nineteen that it is better to dwell in the wilderness than in uh, the house with a nagging and contentious wife. The Bible tells you in cases where nagging and contention, contention is violence, nagging is abuse, when there is, you should separate. And then you tell, wait, you now tell people who are going through grievous, grievous abuse and violence to remain. Okay, I will give you a very good example, the case of Osinachi last year. She had told everybody knew. She even separated for one year, three months from the husband, went back to her mother's house. But the pastor now said no, you know, blackmailed her by saying that how would it be that you're a gospel singer and divorced? Who will call you to minister in their church? In fact, she was told that if she did not go back to her husband, that she would not be called to minister in any church in Nigeria. She reluctantly went back and she died in the process. Then this same pastor comes out to say, ah, I did not know she was going out through abuse. You don't risk human life because of a doctrine that is not even in the Bible. Can you sentence your own daughter to live with a man who is beating and killing or sentence your son to be with a woman who has almost killed him? I just read it to you. Proverbs 21, 9, Proverbs 21, 19. And even in Corinthians, the Bible tells you that if the unbeliever lives, let him live, for you are not bound in that condition. And the unbeliever there simply tells you, number one, someone who does not believe in your religion, and number two, the person who no longer believes in the marriage. Uh, so the Christian, let me tell you something. This is a very dangerous slope. Last year, there were over 2,300 deaths in 365 days. That tells you that in one day, over four people were being killed in their marriages due to domestic violence and abuse and in their relationships. In our own study, over 1,200 had wanted to leave, but came back because of religious pressure and died there. And the judgment, let me tell you what you don't know an accessory to murder is. Those that make the environment conducive for murder, 
for homicide, for abuse, they are called accessories. Let me tell you, it is only in Nigeria that you can talk the way you are talking. If it was in an, another country, the pastor will be arrested as an accessory to that murder because someone seen danger run away. You now use doctrine that is not even in the Bible to tell them they must remain. When a woman or a man separates because of violence, you tell them that, uh, well, they can no longer be workers in the church. They can no longer. My wife attended that. My wife was being beaten, battered and bruised. She lost a womb to an abusive husband. Yet, she was told to stay. She separated. 20 years after the separation, we are still treating the abuse that she went through. We are still treating the injuries. How can you tell somebody to remain in danger? Does that even sound sensible? All right, you know what? Um, I'm going to allow you to give this concluding point and I'll let you go. No, no, no. Does it sound callers, sensible? All right, thank you. So please kindly round off their caller very quickly, please. The Christianity that considers oh, humanity. Right. What kind of calling. listen? If your religion tells people to remain in abusive marriages, then I'd rather be a heathen than to be in your own doctrine. You somebody comes to you battered and bruised. You know, four years ago, I, I think I mentioned it here. Four years ago, a very very tall, fair in complexion beauty came to my office with dark eyeglasses. You know, I looked at her and you are sitting in my office with very, very dark eyeglasses. I felt a little uncomfortable and I told her to take off the glasses if she doesn't mind. Uh, she said she has an eye problem. I said, I mind. Please take off the glasses. When she removed the glasses, you know, her eyes were a different color from her body. So I looked at this abuse. You know, she wore clothes that covered up to her hands. You understand, as if, you know, like a seller, you know, very covered everything. Because she was covered, you know, and she's fair, so you could see. I said, what is all this? She said, there's somebody told her about me. I wasn't even on air at that time. I never came to the radio station. So she said, somebody told her about uh, me that, um, you know, this issue, that issue, this issue, the violence, the abuse. And that was just in three years of marriage. I said, ah, that come. Were you a collateral, you know, were you something someone used to borrow money from this man? With all this, I mean, the eyes were totally dark. I said, you should leave home. In fact, if, you know, that day I said, I don't mind coming to help you pack. Because I would go with, you know, policemen who would get a warrant. So we arranged with plans. She cried. She showed me, you know, it was just enough. I didn't want to. So uh, the day she would leave was the following week. Uh, I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday. I told her that please make sure this gentleman is not at home before another round of assault comes. So she waited. I wait on Wednesday. I was already apprehensive, you know, waiting to hear from her. Mm. Thursday, I, I didn't hear from her. So in the evening, I now called the number. I'm like, ah, so what happened? Ah, she said, ah. And she wanted to even call me, but um, she will call me back later. You know, she didn't call me back. I called her again. I said, where are you? She said she was in, still in the house. That you know that uh, there's this very powerful man of God that, you know, they prayed and, you know, they said that uh, she was, that she should, there was this seven 
was about 12 days dry fast. That is, you won't mm. take oil, you won't take anything that has oil, you won't take, well, you, maybe white fast or something like that, that she would take water and, you know, nothing with oil or something. Uh -huh. So, no oil, no pepper, all those things. That if she does it with him for about 12 days, that uh, the husband will change. I said, why can't you secure your life first? Then do the fast with him. Then, you know, if he changes that you don't, and she said, I ah, know that, um, don't worry, I understand your, you know, she told me, uh, you know, her mom, her, you know, all those people brought this man and they prayed and, you know, there was a vision that, no, it was the work of the enemy trying to scatter their marriage or somebody from the husband's house that was trying to, because they didn't want him to marry her, you know, some, some weird stuff. So she started the fast. Do you know, eight days into the fast, it was 12 days, something happened again. The man and the, the man, uh, you know, started his, and she started running in the house. So she ran to the balcony and closed the door. You know, it's usually a sliding glass door. The man told her to open. You know, this was an account from the neighbor because the neighbors were used to it. She, the man was banging, open this, you know, and then she didn't open. The man took a chair, smashed through the window, uh, through the glass door. But the chair now not only swung through the glass door, hit her off the balcony. She landed on her back, broke her spinal cord. Do you understand? She didn't die. But she couldn't move her legs, her hands. She could she could only turn her neck. Do you understand? She was confined to a wheelchair. The man ran away to Canada. Some one or two years after I saw his picture in Canada on Facebook with another family. He has moved on. This woman, we don't even know where she is because it would take a fortune to take care of that woman because she couldn't control her bowels, you know. So she would stool, she would on and I now said, where is that pastor that told her to stay? You don't risk people's lives. I think we are past this. What kind of God would tell you to, then why is he a deliverer? Is it to deliver you from what? He will deliver you from spiritual enemies when he cannot even deliver you from physical affliction? Is married by force? Let me ask you a question. Will God ask for your marital status before he answers your prayers? Or will he ask for your marital status before you get to heaven? Maybe at the judgment day, he will say, are you married, divorced, separated? When you say divorce, he will say, depart from me, you walk out of iniquity. Into but is, that what God, is God going to judge you according to your marital status? Matthew 22 tells you there is no marriage in heaven. That means it is not a recognized union in heaven. When you die, you think your marriage will continue in heaven. So why are you fussing over things that have no spiritual or heavenly or eternal consequence? Say if you are a church preaching, preaching divorce. If you are a church and your members are going through divorce, any uh, separate, uh, violence or abuse, any of them, you rescue them. Then people would not need to come to me. Please let's move on to the next. I don't. I don't want to. This is this is hypocrisy. Good morning, ninety-nine point three. Apologies. Hello. Good morning, ninety-nine point three. Thank you for calling. 
It was fine, thank you. How are you doing today? Good morning, good morning. Finish on. Within is touching my blood. The Lord is your strength, sir. Amen. You see what is going on in Christianity now? One minute, please. Wizards that is going on, supporting evil in the churches. When they have not repented, you want somebody to die inside marriage. You are quoting Bible. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think that was a uh, peace calling. Uh, joy, joy, no, I beg your pardon, no, sorry. That was joy. Joy, forgive me, joy. 99.3, good morning. Thank you so much. Who's on the line? Good morning. Your name, please, if you don't mind. Good morning, sir. Welcome, Lucky Lola. One minute. You know, immediate in the ministry, in order for him to move forward. And I want to tell you, in my area here, yeah, my goal, yes, it's where I live. My company can accommodate up to 300 people, if you don't mind, sir. If you have any event that you want to do down here in the state, just after the long bridge, my bro, I'm sure you will. Oh, wow. All I need to do is to speak with the CDA people. If you know my Oh, wow. If you don't mind, if you have anything to do around my area, please, can you let me know? Wow, wow, I am right. so touched. Thank you. Thank you, Lucky. Lucky, please, can you send me your number? Can you just flash me or send me a text message on my phone so, so I can talk to you? Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hello, good morning, 99.3. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Azubiki? Okay, Azubiki, hello. How are you, sir? Thank you, sir. Let me uh, give you the strength to cancel all those uh, enemies uh, husband that we have in this Nigeria. Amen. Amen. All right, Azubiki, you know you have one minute and it's already counting. But all the whole thing that I've just said, whether from January to December, all of that is correct. I don't have any question to ask. It's only those who have fear, let them listen. If they don't have fear, thank you, they will take it to your heart. So you to know, God bless you. Amen. God bless you too, Azubiki. Thank you for calling. I like how we're moving quickly. Hi, good morning, 99.3. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, how are you today? Every one of them matured to handle women in the house or handle husband in the house. Continue to give you strength in all you do in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Sir. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, good morning, 99.3. Who is on the line? Hey, Igwe Victor, good morning. Good to hear from you. Good morning, sir. She's fine, thank you. 
um, just like, uh, Joy called when she uh, said when she called. Barista, please do not be discouraged by anybody who calls him himself or herself a pastor. These people are living, people are dying in their marriages. When you see the truth, just because you want to maintain your ownership or your your the, the proliferation of your, uh, your um, um, center, you see truth. You don't want to say the truth. You see evil. You you want to cover it all just because you want to maintain your business. That if you say the truth, you might lose your member. They will continue to attack you. But what I want to tell you, sir, is. Do not give up on the good work you are doing. There are people I always go to, always tune into Niger Info and um, 7 o'clock um, uh, every morning Saturday. Wonderful mm-hmm. uh, uh, message of truth that is coming from you. God. Just keep moving on. 